Hello and welcome to episode five of uh, Stay at Homer, uh, the podcast for two British men under coronavirus lockdown. Rewatch every episode of The Simpsons. Um, and today we are on episode five, which is called Bart the General. And it was originally um, broadcast on February the 4th, 1990. Um, it just seems so long ago, Tim, doesn't it? I know. <laughs> I'm reliving the 90s as we go through this, a, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's just, I, I'm sort of nostalgic for everything at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm nostalgic for sort of two, three weeks ago when <laughs> when <laughs> when things, just people went out and did things and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so 1990, just everyone, think of that, doing stuff, going out, <laughs> just carefree. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so <clears throat> it was written by John Swartzwelder. Yeah, he's going to be one of the best writers, I think. Um, yeah, uh, and so this episode doesn't have a doesn't have a blackboard guy, doesn't have an intro, does it either? No, goes straight in, which is odd. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it? They, it's sort of like they just think, let's not bother today. Have you done the intro? Have you done the blackboard gag? I thought you were doing it. And this, yeah, it's just a little bit kind of um, a bit slack, isn't it? Well. I- do you know what I think it might be though? Is that the, the length of the episode was such that they couldn't fit it in? So yeah, so we join the family. Lisa's made some cupcakes and they're going to school and they're on the school bus. We see Otto again, um, and um, we see Bart kind of quite an extended kind of scene with Bart kind of tormenting Lisa and Lisa yeah. not giving him cupcakes and giving them to other people, which for me goes on a bit. I have to say it does a bit, but I do like um, I do like Homer's attempt to educate Bart. He always gets it wrong, doesn't he? he says um, you're saying Buck is like it's a bad thing. Um, yeah, Bart. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good line. Yeah. So we do get some good good character stuff in there, and um, but you can really yeah. sense they still haven't quite um, got to the pace of the show that we know and love yet, which is very sort of sharp and clipped yeah. and re- really multi layered. They, they do tend to kind of just linger on little sequences and yeah. uh, ring ring out some very kind of light humour from from those kind of things. Um, and then uh, one of them, there's a kid who um, takes Lisa's cupcakes off her, steps on them, and Bart tries to defend her, but he's told not to mess with the kid because he's um, an associate of uh, Nelson Muntz, who is the first time we meet yeah. in this episode, who is a school bully. And I like the way we hear about him before we meet him. His, uh, his, you know, his presence is is felt before you even see his is um, him enter the screen. Yeah, and so he and so this kid steps on the cupcakes, and um, Nelson turns up, and Nelson's this kind of monolithic uh, <laughs> like kid. Is one of those kids that you know? Remember at school where you would have uh, in, your, in your peer group in your age group. Everyone would be relatively the same, sort of dimension-wise, <laughs> but there would be occasionally there'd be one kid who just seemed to be like almost like an adult. <laughs> yeah, and um, just uh, some sort of bizarre growth, maybe some sort of pituitary gland problem, <laughs> and um, just seemed to be just a little bit too adolescent for, the, for his age. So clearly, that's what they're getting at with with Nelson, and <clears throat> so he and Bart have a bit of an altercation, and mm. um, Bart. Manages to manages to land a hit on him, and we get a great line where Nelson Nelson's nose is bleeding, and um, 
he says, nah, it happens all the time. Don't worry about it. It's just other people's blood gets on me, which is quite dark. <laughs> and then, then we realise that it's actually his own. And he says the great line, right, you made me bleed my own blood, <laughs> which um, is obviously a novelty for him. Oh, but just on the size of Nelson, he does seem to change size throughout not just this episode but throughout the Simpsons, doesn't he? Don't you think? I think at this at this stage again, they're just they're not quite sure where they're going with things, and so they just introduce him as like another kid who's slightly bigger than the others. Um, so Bart gets pummeled and he gets he gets put into a, um, a bin or a garbage can, and uh, rolls they roll him away. And we cut to him rolling to a stop in front of the in front of the Simpson yeah. house, and um, and so that's a kind of beginning of a running gag where he'll be, you know, repeatedly beaten up and rolled home in a garbage can. Spitting <laughs> and, um, out his cap when he's um. Yeah, we got a great scene where Homer talks to Bart, um, consoling him and trying to give him give him a bit of advice, um, which is a, a wonderful little warm sort yeah. of sequence. Where he shows him basically how to fight Simpson style, like you know, dirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> where he's he sort of talks him through various moves, doesn't he? Nice way of um, doing a bit of father and son bonding. It's Homer showing <laughs> him how to fight dirty, and yeah, I do remember him saying, "Get go for the family jewels," which is um, which is a good line. Homer tells him to throw some mud in Nelson's eye, doesn't he? And so when he's when he's kind of blinded, um, then hit him in the family jewels. Well, that just makes Nelson angrier. It doesn't work. And um, and then later Lisa gives Bart some advice about getting some um, getting some tips from one of the older generation. So we first see, um, <clears throat> is this the first appearance of Grandpa? We get a little bit of Grandpa in an earlier episode, didn't we? I think we get a glimpse of him earlier, but this is his first yeah. sort of proper role, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we enter him as he's, he's sort of tied at his retirement home. Where he's um, typing uh, a kind of a complaint to the local newspaper about some TV standards on TV or something, yeah. um, and then uh, again this kind of sequence where I quite one of my you know there's going to be a lot of minor characters who pop up and I think another one of my favourite characters is Jasper, who um, is oh, one of the um, he he's one of the one of um, the old people at the the retirement home with a big long beard. Um, oh yeah, it's a really yeah. memorable sequence yeah. of him. Yeah, he's one of sort of grandpa's, not quite antagonist, but he's. Um, you wouldn't say he was a friend. He's just a sort of um, uh, a retirement home related acquaintance. Yeah. So we see him, and we see them have a little tug of war over the newspaper, mm. which again goes on too long. Mm. So grandpa listens to Bart's complaint about him his being bullied, and then says he's friends with somebody who can help. And we go to. Uh, Herman's military antiques. Yeah, Herman is obviously um, one of those kind of Nazi memorabilia collector, you know, survivalist, anti-government, paranoid mm. types. He's a great um, character. And yeah. yeah, is this before or after falling down? I'm not sure. Actually, with Michael Douglas. Cool. Yeah, because it reminds me of the guy in that. There's a there's a guy. There's a very similar guy in that, isn't it? Yeah. And he so he um he's you know he's got all these kind of military helmets and all kinds of stuff. He's, he's clearly a nut job, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> as, as Bart quickly spots, you know, that you, this guy's a nut. You know? Yeah, well, if you a great background gag. If you look closely down by the counter, there's a little box that says Hitler's teeth. Yeah, he's got Nazi memorabilia and um, underpants, I think, um, stuff like that. So he basically says, Herman says we need to get 
we need to get a plan. We need to get we need to get a plan. We need to get an army. We need to get a military, you know, strategy together to beat this bully. So we move on to bar recruiting, basically, you know, recruiting kids who are fed up with Nelson. Yeah, and I love the military planning. So they look at, you know, they start looking into what um where Nelson's gonna be after school, track his movements, um, and get a team together to to attack, don't they? Yeah. And um it, it's sort of a, I think it's a kind of way that you think that this is one of those things where you, you really realise it's a cartoon. There's something very cartoonish about it still, and um, very exaggerated mm. and heightened, um, and still a, a real sign of early Simpsons, where there's a quite a high concept that they they get to the high concept in the first sort of five or ten minutes of the show, and then the rest of the show, yeah, um, sort of you know finishes off the finishes off that story but it's a nice concept and uh, it's certainly a good way of bringing in um some of the characters they've got here especially nelson um and of course the uh i don't know if i'm skipping ahead too much but um the the sort of army drilling is a nice sequence where we get uh you know all the kids training to sort of backdrop of a typical army movie um uh, you know and uh you know climbing uh against the sunset and all that sort of thing arming themselves love that i think there's that's quite a reference another film reference to full metal jacket isn't it it's all of those isn't it it's like all of those vietnam sort of type war movies um play into that yeah and they this again it gets a little bit meta i think where they're running and he's doing the cadence kind of chanting and they say they do something like i've got a rhyming dictionary or stuff like that so there's a little bit of a a meta kind of response uh, reference to all of that but there's definitely a full metal jacket sequence where they're on the climbing frame and you see the sunset in the background. Yeah, um, and of course, this would never happen, would it? That's no. the point. <laughs> you would never get. <laughs> you never get this degree of uh, of complexity and organisation, which yeah, is what makes exactly. it so satisfying. Yeah. So they plan this attack, and um, they he he rallies the recruits, uh, and Millhouse. We see a little bit more of Millhouse, who tells him where Nelson is. And it makes sense that Millhouse is a bit of a recon, sort of a bit of a, you know, a bit of a spy. Um, and yeah. uh, he confronts Nelson and then they appear. There's a lot of kind of, um, you see a little bit of preparation in Bot's Treehouse, don't you? Bot's Treehouse yeah. is starting to become a bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, and they prepare all these water balloons. And mm. so um, uh, all the all the kids who he's recruited appear from nowhere and just bombard Nelson with water balloons, yeah. um, which you wouldn't think would be effective, but but turns out to be quite quite um, quite effective in this particular case at neutralising the enemy. Yeah, and I suppose that you know the sheer numbers is what does it, isn't it? That's the that's the key thing yeah. that the yeah the, it is quite quite overwhelming. At the end of the day, Nelson might be imposing, but he is a ten year old kid, yeah. so uh, he's just got a couple of cronies with him, and there's lots of lots of other kids. And you know he it sort of cracks him yeah. a bit, and he they run away. So they've sort of broken. Yeah. I mean, we'll see Nelson again. Nelson doesn't lose his status as this scary figure, but no. it sort of cracked his uh, air of invulnerability a little bit. Yeah, his his um his henchmen run off straight away, don't they? They they um they don't last long, and then uh, he's left alone. So yeah, it works out. I, li- I like the fact that when he's tied up, he says, "No, it's the minute you untie me, I'm gonna." I'm going to kill you, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, so they, they have to take him into the house. So yeah, they have to work out an armistice, really, don't they? They, have, they work it out <laughs> with um, with uh, Herman, and they just work out how to 
what's what's agreed once the once Nelson is untied and once Nelson is free and um, just a kind of soothe mm-hmm. peace kind of thing, um, uh, like a treaty. Yeah. And then they and we sort of get a full circle where uh, Marge hands out some cupcakes. Yeah. Um, and that's the end. Mm. But then we get a coda little sequence, which is very strange. Um, and I, I think another thing where you, another moment where you realise that at this moment in time, the, the show thinks it's about Bart. Mm. It's clearly, mm. it's a little bit schizophrenic. It's, it's Homer is a fantastic, uh, almost like a fantastic side character at the moment. And um, uh, but Bart, the show is generally a, about Bart. You know, it thinks it's about Bart. It's it's focused on him. Yeah. And so we get this, and I th- I, I sort of think it also feels like it's aimed at kids a little bit more don't you yeah yeah i think so apparently this was a controversial episode at the time um which is funny but yeah i think it is still aiming for kids so he's he's sitting on the desk and he says uh don't forget what this you know we've had a lot of fun in this episode but war is serious uh um but he says but there are three really cool wars which i think he says is the american independence war world war ii and the star wars trilogy and it made me again another thing that made me a bit nostalgic for when there were just three Star Wars films. Yes. <laughs> um, so you know that's a reasonable that's little gag. And so what's interesting about the episode, as you were saying, is at the time it was quite a controversial one, wasn't it? Yeah, apparently so. Which is strange considering how controversial it would get. Um, on the DVD commentary of this one, apparently um, Matt Groening was saying he was surprised at the time because um, this got a lot of uh, a lot of stick. I guess it was, you know, a, a kid's show dealing with war. Maybe that just those two things don't normally go together in a family show, I guess. I mean, different times. they It wasn't just a war thing that made it controversial. It was the fact that they didn't, the censors didn't want the characters to say family jewels on right. primetime TV. Mm. Um, which seems amazingly naive, doesn't it, really? It does. <laughs> amazingly innocent. So much... Yeah, so much has changed yeah. since then. Yeah, what you th- what you think is available, freely available now on Netflix, um, and you know, just to Google away. It's a very very different yeah. time, isn't it? That people were thinking, oh well, can we say family jewels? <laughs> but and it is, you know, back to our original thought that you know this was 1990. I looked it up. You know, the, the top of the charts this week was nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> um, so, you know, just put yourself back there. There was no internet. There was no, you know, there were only three Star Wars films. It was a very different time, wasn't it? Um, and, uh, you know, it's good that they were pushing the boundaries then, but those boundaries have definitely stretched in the, in the ensuing 30-odd years. Yeah, I think it's one. this is a key episode that made Bart a bit of a cultural uh, cultural thing. And, um, yeah. uh, and you know, it's obviously clear, clearly focused on him. It's a, an idea of this kid who... You know this cool kid who uh, takes on the bully, and you can imagine, you know, kids watching it who would have really connected with it. But um, yeah, and it's not really, it's not really an episode, I don't think, with very much for adults in it. It's it, you could easily happily mm. show this to like 10, 11, 12 year olds, and they would they yeah. would take it at face value. And I think you can probably tell by the fact that we were a little bit, a bit restless during the cupcakes exchanges and the the um, wrestle over the the newspaper. 
you can sort of feel. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I felt a little bit. Maybe it says more about me, but I just felt a little bit more. Um, get on with it, you know. Let's get on with the pace. Quick, okay, cut, edit. You know. Yeah, I, well, I, I didn't feel that impatience, but I, and I know I know what you mean, though. I think things have changed, and you know, that as as we keep saying, we know where it's going. The Simpsons. It'll be interesting to see where we feel it hits its stride. But there's a few little moments that I loved, which we glossed over. I just want to bring up one. One is. Um, you know Bart's dreams of uh, lying dead in his coffin. That, that oh, yeah. was a nice bit where his his family and friends are sort of lining up. <laughs> and I love the line that you know uh, that Skinner gives that that you know the school school nurse did a good job reconstructing his little face. <laughs> yeah, that's um, awful. You know, that, he, you know. well, my favourite bit though is when Nelson uh, comes at the very and there's a big kind of Homer Homer sort of saying you know grieving over his son and stuff yeah. and. Um, then Nelson comes up at the very end, uh, but doesn't. Lisa puts a cupcake on Bart's head, and there's a fantastic moment where Nelson comes in and says, "Hey, they've got food at this thing," yeah. <laughs> and takes the cupcake and then goes, "Here's one for the road, dude!" And punches the corpse in the stomach. <laughs> it's the ultimate insult, isn't it, to to punch the corpse of the man you killed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and there's also um you know how um what's the name of the one armed guy again um Herman apparently he was he was yeah he was he was animated to look like the writer John Sforzelder but um when when they're doing the training and uh, they're they're attacking the punch bag and it's his turn and he just goes mental and starts stabbing furiously yeah. at the punch bag um and the look on of sort of, sort of concern and fear on on Bart's face is great I love those little moments because sometimes I get belly laughs just from from the odd frame of animation do you know what i mean it's it's not so much the writing well it yeah. must be in the writing but there's a frame of animation that will give you give you a belly laugh i find i think that's the other thing that's going to change quite profoundly over the coming episodes is i don't think so much this season but i think they start to as the characters start to look different and differently in the animation gets a bit more sophisticated you can really you can see yeah. the sort of like a few too many frames of animation uh in the yeah. in the face yeah. faces when it's when the characters are speaking and it's a little bit trying to be too yeah. expressive and what and they, mm. and they get a little bit more impressionistic and the characters become look more iconic later on yeah i think you're right there's a there was a moment in the last episode just skipping back to episode four i think it was four when um when uh they're at burns's manor house and there's an announcement on the tannoy um, that the race will start soon, and there's just a shot of Bart and <laughs> Bart and Homer pausing in their sort of uh, violent exchange and looking sort of slightly fearful and and slightly expectant. And I just love that that look, which they sort of they start to nail. And I think as they put more money into the animation, there's a lot more sight gags in the Simpsons down the road. Because even yes. now in this episode, it's still a bit crude the the animation. Um, yeah, but there are moments. But a great a great a great episode. I mean, I'd go for a. I'd go for a seven for this one, actually. You know, I think I'd go for a seven because uh, it feels really feels fully formed. And as I say, it's the first kind of feeling where there's a um, a high concept that they they set up and then they they really carry it through beautifully. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you on a seven there. I think it's um, yeah, it really feels like early on in the first season they're hitting a good stride. Um, you know, this is there's a as we know higher levels to achieve, but. Um, it's definitely off to a great start, and we've had a run of great episodes so far. Um, we'll have to see if the next one is as as 
bad stroke good as we remember let's re- <laughs> I have vague recollections of the next one but yeah this was a this was a good one yeah so join us next time where we're going to dive into a an episode that uh, I remember when I first got into the Simpsons really made me think oh maybe this isn't so good after all <laughs> right yeah Okay. So I'm hoping I haven't seen it for a long time. But now, with retrospect, maybe you'll have a different opinion. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that maybe this time, I'll. Um, I don't know. I'll be. I'll, I'll be a little bit more favourable towards it. But it is. It is a Lisa episode, and it's a Lisa episode, yeah. where um, you know, notoriously Lisa episodes aren't aren't kind of up there. But um, this, uh, I'm. I'm hoping that you know now I'm a bit older and no. <laughs> hopefully wiser. This yeah. it'll it'll speak to me a little bit more. Yeah, things make mm. perspectives change. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks for listening. Wherever you are in the world, stay safe. I hope you're healthy and um, stay safe. See you next time.